0: Hello! You're listening to the Washington Weekly Review. I'm the Southeast Iowa Union's Kaylin McCain. It's the week of April 16, 2022. Our local stories this week feature county records, activity kits, and a half-marathon, but first, the big picture. Poultry show plans across Iowa are on hold a few months before county fair season. The Iowa Department of Agriculture has suspended all poultry exhibitions until the state goes 30 days without a new bird flu case. Amy Green is the Washington County ISU Extension and 4-H Youth Coordinator. She said 4-Hers were carefully watching the situation.
1: I'm very hopeful the state 4-H program has not um, expected or required us to make any changes yet for our county fairs that happen in July. We still have enough time before we have to make any changes. And so we're just encouraging families who are looking into having poultry projects, you know, just knowing like this is a potential factor. So take that in mind in consideration when you are um, planning your, for your projects, you know, that, that something could happen and those shows would be canceled for this year. But um, at this point, we have not had to do that yet. And so we will wait until all the numbers work out. I think um, June 1 would kind of be the point where we have to make a decision. So if everything is still in current freeze mode um, as of that date, then we will have to revisit things.
0: Henry County ISU Youth Coordinator Erin Heaton said those involved were being patient.
2: So we've been through this before. Um, It's one of those things, the safety of Um, Our family's backyard flocks are very important to us, and we don't want to do anything to compromise that. Um, And families realize that having an exhibition um, during an avian influenza outbreak could compromise their flocks and their birds at home by bringing them to something like that. So they're pretty understanding. Um, You know, we're just trying to keep everybody safe and the poultry safe.
0: Heaton said programs had reworked poultry shows in the past and would likely do so again if needed.
2: They would always be able to do a notebook And then some pictures or videos of their poultry exhibition instead, rather than live animals. Um, But they would just be able to still have their project, and they would just do a notebook or a binder and talk about how they raised their project, um, what they learned during the project, um, the outcome of their project, and then do pictures of their birds and maybe the weights and what they fed and cost of what the feed was, maybe like more like a report rather than an actual poultry exhibition. So it would probably be something that we'd bring a judge in for and have someone judge the um,
0: submissions. That's the big picture. We'll be back with the local news after the break. For more information, go to ToddHahnConstruction.com. That's T-O-D-D-H-A-H-N-Construction.com. Washington County is considering plans to digitize its records with a vote to use ARPA funds to do so next week. County Auditor Dan Widmer said the move would have several advantages. There's, there's several reasons. One is to protect those books. Those books are only as good as our fire protection and a tornado, a fire, whatever; those books are damaged. Right now, if that occurred, we have a problem. Second of all, it will eliminate uh, the need for people to come in to the courthouse to research <coughs> and do their thing. And where that really became evident was uh, with the COVID situation. Uh, obviously, it's 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 a convenience. Uh, abstractors, et cetera, can can get on their computer. Sunday afternoon, if they want to, from home, and, and do their work. The process would cost around $120,000, about half of which the auditor's office could pay for. County Supervisor Jack Seward Jr. said he was open to spending money from the American Rescue Plan Act for the rest.
2: You guys are the ones that are dealing with these records on a day-to-day basis, and if you guys, in your considered opinion, this is the way to go, I think it's up to the board to support that. And if the way to support it is using ARPA funds, fine, we can maybe use some of yours, but I Mm -hmm. think ARPA funds are perfectly legitimate to be used
0: here. Supervisors will vote on a bid from Cot Systems on Tuesday. Don Busink, the company's account executive, said the final product would take lots of work, but be easy to use. What we do to go beyond OCR is uh, we are going to code... Every single page, Terry in our office is going to code every single page in every single book so that the general public just needs to answer questions like what date range? Are you looking for a deed? That's the first question on the website. Then it's like what date range, 1986, and then what's the name you're looking for? And the system will grab the pages appropriate for that person and present it to them so they don't even have to know how the books work. The Wellman Schofield Public Library has been showing off its activity kits with seasonal baskets leading up to the Easter holiday. Children's librarian Lisa Lundstrom said the library wanted a way to display its new materials after a successful book drive.
3: Recently we did an Usborn fundraiser book drive to get some more books into our library. With those rewards, we specifically ordered some new items for our activity kits, plus purchased a few more items. And so we Went through and we added some new books. We created some new kits.
0: Lundstrom said the kits were popular with parents of kids ages two through five.
3: Our parents, like especially our parents that come for story time with their children, they're a lot of the ones that do check these out. So yeah, they're just a great way to read with your child and just to kind of engage them and to practice, you know, some little hands-on skills or just to kind of play with them while reading, just to get them enjoying that time. And it also gives parents a chance to have um, a few activities that are just set up already for them to do with their child instead of, you know, having to think of, oh, what can I play with my kid? It gives them something readily available that they can do together.
0: On top of that, she said they were great enrichment.
3: Children learn the most through play. So it's allowing them to learn through play, but also to learn by and to have that bonding experience reading with an adult. Because um, reading to a child is very, very important, especially in those early years, and it helps develop their language skills going forward. Um, so even if the child isn't reading themselves yet, it's good to be read, too, and to practice these things.
0: The Keywash Half Marathon comes to Washington this weekend. Organizers expect roughly 550 runners to show up in Washington Saturday morning, representing 17 states. Event co-founder and organizer Michelle Driscoll said she was proud of how far it had come since it started nine years ago.
1: I think I I enjoy going to these other races and meeting people. And so I like to, to think that we put on a race that brings people back year after year. We have a lot of return runners and it's just kind of a heartwarming feeling, I guess, to have them come back and watch them, especially like a first-time runner, watch them finish their race. I just really enjoy that.
0: Driscoll said it was also important to the community.
1: I think it's a big deal because we're a pretty small community and to get 600 or more runners to come from all over the country to our little town um, is kind of a, a big deal and we have a really pretty trail that people can enjoy and we would like to show our downtown, it's it's a nice downtown area. So we're just really proud to show off our town and attract runners from all over and then be able to give that money back to those organizations.
0: Co-organizer and Washington YMCA branch manager, Terry Hartzler said proceeds would go back to local groups.
2: And all of the proceeds that we um, make on the race, we have given back out into community groups. So some of it stays at the Y for the youth programming We've given to high school baseball program, track programs for boys and girls, cross country, girls on the run, and um, we've also given to um, the boys run program that was out of Riverside before. We give a portion of to each group.
0: That's the local news. Stick around for the best news I've heard all week. <laughs> Hey, have you considered supporting the show? This program takes several hours of editing every week, and messages in the ad slots pay for that time. If you want to hear your message during this ad break, whether it's an event announcement, a birthday message, or a month-long ad series, give our office a call. The number is 319-653-2191. Your support means a lot. Thanks. The Ainsworth Free Public Library held its first ever program this week, bringing in guests to talk about their experience raising rabbits through 4-H.
2: Right, so you start off with a goal. If you've never been in 4-H before, it's it's a goal that has action. So you've got to say what you want to do, and then you have to tell the steps that you do through the year, and then when you show your project, you write the results of that. And then you think about it, and you think, how is this going to translate into my future life?
0: Library volunteers said they were on the lookout for more events in the future. Thanks for tuning in. This podcast is copyrighted property of the Southeast Iowa Union, which is owned by the Gazette. Word of mouth is a great way to spread things like this, so send a loved one a link to this week's episode and see what they think. Have a sale coming up? Want to promote an event? Just want to say hi to the audience? Call us for an ad read. 319-653-2191. That's all for now. This has been the Washington Weekly Review, and I've been Kalen McCain. Have a great week.